Welcome back to another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed with Thaddeus and Evan. In fact, episode number 100. Hooray! And we had on today Tommy Mello, Dan Antonelli, no strangers to the industry, two powerhouses, two absolutely amazing human beings. To get them together, actually, in one podcast was serendipitous. We just, we literally were standing in the hall. We're like, hey, you guys want to come on and hit our 100th episode? And they're like, Sure. We'll come on, hit your 100th episode with you. And away we went. It was deep dive. I mean, it's tough to tough to have a 20-minute episode with these two gentlemen. But I think one topic that goes under underutilized is when we got into the topic of a victim mindset. And how does that look like in a team? And how can you avoid that by hiring the best of the best? Great topic, deep dive in it. And the other part is how can you, when you realize that in really helping your team, how can, where's the value in radically taking care of your people? I know Tommy is very passionate about the guys that don't charge enough in their business and don't have the right pricing in place. And then they don't reward their their team accordingly. But then the guys who are charging more get say, well, you're ripping people off. It's like, no, actually I'm providing a great living for my people, right? And it's a different way of looking at it. And it's just always phenomenal when you hear him talk. The other part that Dan got into and looking at the bottom of the bottom and how does that look like in business? Great topics, great human beings. You're going to enjoy the episode and be sure to pour one and celebrate with us on our hundredth episode. Enjoy guys. We are back from the profit rocket summit, having ourselves a blast. And we have none other than Tommy Mello and Dan Antonelli, two legends in the industry and the home services space. This is going to be Awesome. And, I'm fucking excited. And episode 100. What a way to kick off episode 100. I can't believe it's actually been 100 episodes. So thank you, nuts. gentlemen. Yeah, you got to get a little tight. Yeah, yeah. Again. Right up tight. <laughs> so this has been pretty cool. Ed Milet's about to go on stage. It's pretty cool to see people sharing their secrets and just talking about the things that brought them to success. So it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate being on the show. And I got one of my best buddies. I'll tell you this. This guy has ran through glass and ran through tornadoes for me and i owe dan a lot of credit for what we've built and uh, what i love the most is uh when you get relationships like dan he takes your phone call and he understands i've been pretty good at finding the best of the best and then for some reason they like me i don't know why but uh <laughs> dan is uh he's a legendary brander and i i firsthand got to go out and see his kick charge and I didn't know what to expect, you know. He had his Corvette parked out there, and uh, I walked in, and it is just the most – the team there. I don't know if you guys know this, and Dan doesn't really talk about it a lot, but he, he's he been through some shit physically. I mean, he got his uh, triple heart bypass, and when he wasn't there, the company did record profits. <laughs> so he said – he said, um, he said to me, man, I'm just going to let Gina take care of a lot of the stuff. And, uh, and Gina's been nothing but helpful as well. But, uh, yeah. you know, you're amazing, man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think the whole point of that experience was to trust your team. And that's something I certainly learned a lot from you is trusting your team. And events like this, I listen to you speak, Tommy. I, I see what you built, the culture that you built. And I take that inform- information and those results that you're able to show as far as how much you care for your employees and what you do for them and come back and say, what else can we be doing for our team? What else should we be doing to help them? How can we give them better career paths? How can we show them how much we care about them, how much we love and how grateful we are? And I think the idea of gratitude is something that I always take away when I spend time with you and see your team and just the enormous gratitude that I have 
for my team just translates back into what else can we be doing and how can we help them achieve their dreams and grateful to just watch you and take so much away from your experience and all the obstacles you've overcome. So just, of course, being around you is just always inspirational. I love you, brother. So grateful. Listen, man. I didn't mean to take over the podcast. Hey, no, it's, you guys are the guests. So you guys get to do that. But like the thing, like you guys are both talking about great, being grateful and your people and your team and caring. And like, if I look back through my notes of all of the guests that we've had on, of all the top performing companies, that is a theme. Like guys, like if you're, if you're running your business and you're like, how come my people don't go to bat for me? How come my people don't rally behind our business? How come my people- They're victims. Right? They're, Everybody's they're, a victim out right. there. Here's what I'd say about that. And I didn't, here's the deal. I don't care if Obama, Trump, Biden, look, I don't care if it's we're going to a recession, technical recession. I don't care the Christmas is around the corner. The only people to blame is the victims out there when they look in the mirror. You know, when I was at Dan, Dan said, hey, man, he goes, I got like a six month wait. I said, raise your fucking prices. Am I allowed to say that? Yes. Oh, yeah. So you raise your prices. And he goes, I don't think I can raise them again. I'm already like so much more. I go raise them. And the one thing to Dan is I said, Dan looks at me and he goes, well, I don't know if I, I said, Dan, imagine what you'll be able to do and take care of your people because you got to charge the right prices. And then when he raises his prices, he can pay more. So he's a magnet for top talent. Because Dan interviews probably a thousand people to pick one. He did not let anybody, he said, I will not destroy a brand that we have at Kick Charge to put a lower quality product out there. And that's what I appreciate the most. I pushed Dan to the, the all-time limit of time. And he's, I mean, he starts writing. He's got a whole process. I've seen his computer. He's got his 10-speed on the wall, one of his first bikes. I mean, it's very impressive. I mean, his office is eclectic as mine, but it's memories that I love to be around. And he loves to go to work. Like, he could have easily sat back and let Gina do her thing, and he goes, no, I got to be back in my business because this is what I love and this is what I value. But look at what he said, though. It wasn't, it wasn't you got to raise prices so you can make more money yourself. It was you got to raise prices so you can take better care of your people. Right. And immediately I left Phoenix Last week at Tommy's event at Vertical Track, which is just fucking amazing. Probably one of the best conferences I've ever been to. I mean, this has been great as well. I literally, like, walked out of the room, and I texted my leadership. I said, we have to be doing more. We can do more for them. Like, we're having a good year. What else can we be doing? Like, give me a list of all stuff that you think would make this place even better to work for. Not just money, other things, too. Like, what else can we do? So... Keep working on that mindset, not about what's best for you, but what's best for your team. Right. And the money will come, but it's not even about that. It's like, if I can change the lives of the people that work for me, that's the dream. That's the goal. And Tommy gets to change the lives of everyone that connects with him. Like, well, that, that whole thing is just, it's just amazing. I just want to say one thing. When, he, when you get the first text message or phone call of a technician and he's crying and he says, I was at my daughter's first soccer game today. I got to eat dinner with my family. It changes everything, and it becomes something that there's more than life. Money is freedom, and no, don't let me fool you. Money is important. I wouldn't be here if I didn't have enough money to fly on a plane southwest. <laughs> but uh, I didn't come on uh, Ken Goodrich's uh, plane like this guy. But, uh, you know, I have enough money. We can buy a plane. We can do a lot of cool things. But ultimately, the one thing that will never change is that phone call, that text message of, I get to be around 
my family and I get to bless them. My dad almost died with COVID and life's too short and I've never cried so hard. I asked God to give me a big favor. I said, hey, listen, man, I have not been a great son in the way that I have not spent the time that I should have. And I was bawling and they said his oxygen is at 70%, get here quick. And my dad, he barely opened his eyes and he says, I'm not ready to go. And I'll never forget that. And I've spent a lot of time with him and I can't spend enough, but he got a second chance. And the fact is everybody should have a chance. And his daughters got a second chance to hang out with their dad. And um, he's got, he's dreaming his dream house. He's building his dream house. And he said, when my daughter graduates, is, is that right, your daughter? He's going to spend a lot more time there. But you can't get time back. And you can work hard, but you got to be able to make sure your team has the ability to spend time with family and be able to go on those dream vacations. And they need to be able to dream bigger, too. Because yeah. it's my dream. And if their dreams come true, guess what happens? We all win. So my goals are not important to anybody. I guarantee you that. They don't care if we break records unless they get pizza or beer. <laughs> but they care about if they break a record because they're making great money. But more importantly, they get to go home and they get trophies and they, they get anniversary dates and stuff like that. So it's a big deal. Well, something we implemented after we had you on the show, you talked about having a dream manager in your office. And so I set up one-on-one -on -one meetings with our team. You know, we're on, in a position where we can just bring on a dream manager. Our team's not big enough. It doesn't demand that yet. But I stepped into that role, had a one-on-one -on -one conversation with everyone, walked through what are your goals? What are your dreams? What is it that you want to accomplish in business, in your professional life, outside of that personally? What are some cool, epic shit that you want to do? And it's so fun to watch their eyes light up. Like, yes, it's great for ourselves to be able to have these dreams and these goals and ambitions but to create that for your team when most people haven't even had that conversation with them. No, it's selfish. Yeah. It's, it's you work for me. I took all the chances. Why should you get anything? I took all the chances. I'm a business owner. That's just the mentality of most people is you don't know what I've been through. I mean, Dan went through it. I guarantee you there was a time that Dan struggled to make payroll. Yep. I guarantee you we all have. And we're thinking to ourselves, finally, we make TJ's being weird. Um, <laughs> But, but dancing chicken over there. Dan, what was, if you could think about it, and this isn't my podcast, I'm sorry, guys. No. Know, but if you think about it, where was the bottom of the bottom? Bottom of the bottom, you could say personal or financial, right? So the bottom of the bottom, personal, probably when they wheel you into the OR and they saw you in half, they stop your heart for three hours and they put you back together. But as you're wheeling, it, wheeling into the OR, you are reflecting on, what you've done in your life, what you've done a poor job in your life and what you may not have the opportunity to do later. So it's, it becomes this moment where you realize what's relevant, what's the most important thing. So wait, we're doing this live now? We're, 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 we're going to do a live selfie, guys. Because <laughs> it's episode 100. Smile. All right. Right as Dan's getting sentimental here. Tommy's so, trying to take a picture. It's all right. It's all good. Bree's wondering where the hell I'm at and I got kidnapped. Dan, you've also been, of course... You got a second chance too. Tell me a little bit though about business because listen, I've had to write checks to make payroll. I've had to borrow money. I've literally had to go run jobs to make ends meet because I knew if I didn't run those calls, I'm at 99.8% conversion rate in service. Wow. I do not lose a call because I know how much it costs to get me there to knock on that door. And remember this, friends knock, strangers ring the doorbell. So always knock. Nice. So I would say there was just one particular instance where we had a client that literally wanted to sue us and put us out of business because he said something we had built a website didn't work and he lost all his revenue and it was his fault that his business failed and he wanted to sue us. And this was in 2007. And I spent six months dealing with lawyers 
and fighting this and dealing with it. And I had so much anxiety. But what they said about yesterday is you have to go through hardships to overcome. And like I look at that experience as, again, a great thing that actually happened to me because I became a better businessman on the other side of that. So you've got to basically have these hardships in order to overcome them and come stronger at the other end. So I've just also become so grateful to have these hardships because you appreciate what happens on the other side of them. Like you can't keep winning all the time. Like you've got to have setbacks and you've got to overcome those setbacks. So to me, setbacks are really blessings. You can't really see at the time, but you certainly learn later on how important. So like having open heart surgery and almost not being here, like that's the greatest thing that happened to me outside of my children and my wife. That's probably the what an amazing wife, by the way. Yeah. I got a chance to meet his kids. I asked God one day, why are you putting me in troubled waters? And he said, because your enemies can't swim. <laughs> so at the end of the day, we take lemons to trim into lemonade. If the economy gets really bad, it's an opportunity. If the economy gets great, it's an opportunity. Life is an opportunity. Tomorrow's not promised. My mom's baby dog. It's her baby. I mean, six years old, Mindy. One day, started throwing up. The next day at the vet, throwing up. Kidneys failed. My mom went to pick her up. The next day, she died overnight. I mean, look, one thing that that just reminded me of is I want to make as much impact while I'm here. And I want to make sure I know where I'm going. I'm not going to get religious here. But I do believe we're meant, there's a bigger thing going on here. The chance of being born are slim to none. And if we can be good, if we can be here, do you know there's more sand, there's more stars in our universe than there are sands, grains of of sands. That's freaking nuts. And I'll tell you guys, listen, when you you see how small we are, our problems are not really big. And when you smile and you just say, look, this is my fault. I got a guy that got in a car accident. He's safe, but I'm not like, I'm like, is he safe? And then I'm looking at this going, there's my baby. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what's the next step? What's the next move? And it's to help a lot of people. Impacted. And I'll say this. When I look at Dan's numbers of what he's done, I didn't realize. I thought I was so cool with my picture on the side of the truck, the real picture. And I'm like, everybody talks about it. Well, the reason I did that is I was having a dinner in Milwaukee, and one of the guys didn't know where I was. I'm like, I'll stop this right now. But uh, when Dan (laughs) rebranded, when Dan rebranded our company, and he said, dude, your website, your yard signs, your stickers, everything. And then he said, why is the A? He was obsessed about the A1 not being perfectly aligned. And he obsesses over the things that I don't see. It's like I'm watching black and white TV. He's watching color TV. And I'm like, the yard. Oh, he's not. You know, it's, it's it's in another realm. And then I look yeah. at other people's raps, and I'm like, now I now I'm a critic of everybody. I, I look at everybody, and I'm like, what? You're Boston Mechanical? What the hell is that? And what is this truck wrap? Because I don't even know what Boston Mechanical does. So right. the, the name of your company, my name's not perfect, but it's Garage Door Service. So people have these names of uh, Gettle. He did one of his big companies he worked with. And luckily, he worked with the Wizard of Ads. Roy Williams is a genius, Absolutely. and without Roy and Dan. Ghetto would have been impossible to turn around. It was a great company. It was losing money. It's hard to spell, but it'll keep you cool. Sadie the dog. He had all these things that they built with his brand, and it, it made the world a difference. And people say, I, I don't have the money to spend. If you don't have the money to spend, then go work. come work for me. <laughs> I mean, literally, if you don't have the money to spend, be an entrepreneur, not an entrepreneur, because it's going to take you 10 years of sweat equity. You're going to lose relationships. You're not going to talk to your mom. You're not going to talk to your kids. Yep. You know, you're going to be distant for a long time if you don't have the money. And I I did it because I didn't have a family and I didn't have a dog. I didn't have Bree. And I'm not fortunate, but I went through it. I, I don't know if I could ever go through what I did again. Sacrifices. 
Stop looking at it as a cost. It's an investment. Absolutely. Right. Are you, are you willing to invest in your business? Yeah. You know, if you're not willing to invest in a guy like Dan, I told Dan, I called him up the other day and I said, Dan, I need you to hire somebody just for us. He goes, man, you're crazy. He goes, I'll see what I can do. And I give him this impossible timetable. He goes, I will not. I refuse to put shit out there. And I'm like, well, then don't put out shit, but give me something in the next two days. <laughs> and he does it for me. I'm one of the few people that he'll, he'll take the call and he'll come. Like Dan sends me probably three text messages a day. I'm not even kidding. The recent one was a bunch of white bands around with his logoed van. And he's like, look at that. And everybody says, yeah, when I get the money, when I get the money, when I get the money. If you don't have any money in the bank, you got to go work really, really hard. And maybe this was a mistake. I told one guy who was on my podcast, he listened to my podcast and he goes, I spent 20 grand with Dan. Now I'm broke. Where do I spend? How do I get the money for marketing? I'm like, shit, wrong order of operations. <laughs> oh, unless, you have the, unless you have the money to do both, right? And then, you you like, got a brand. You, know, you got right? a brand. Like, and, that's, and that's a conversation that we have. I know one of the questions, you know, in here was that we had on YouTube was, Dan, do you, do you work with one man bands? And the answer is yes. I already know that you do. Yep. But you also have to look, you know, in terms of this comment, is that the most prudent financial decision for where you are at in your business right now? And have to you have to judge that and determine if that's going to work for you. And if you're not sure, then, hey, reach out and have a conversation with somebody who knows a little bit more about it. Yeah. And that's why I wrote the book. Right. You know, the book that I just wrote, Branded, Not Blanded, yep. is really for even a guy starting up. Hey, what are the things I can do myself right now, even if I can't afford to hire an agency? company like mine. Read this book and you'll know the steps to take and at least be an educated person about how brands affects home service businesses. Correct. So that's why I wrote Amazon best selling book. Right. Not just a book. Yep. Uh, So cool. Krauss, there you go. Buy the book and read through it. It'll give you a pretty good idea in terms of if that is the right place for you to start at this present moment in time. Sweet. Cool. Uh, Hold on. Speaking of books, Tommy's got a new one. Tommy's got a new one. Is it elevateandwin.com? Elevate and win. And I got to tell you guys, here's the secret sauce. I took three years. How long does it take to write a book? It's, it's freaking hard. And because <laughs> I put my heart and soul into this thing. And the premise is build a company in which everyone can win. Build a company that the, first of all, my coworkers get to win. My vendors, my partnerships. But the clients get to win too. And guess what? I win. You know, a lot of times we learn in, in, in every sport there's a win-lose. And really, when you look at the book of life, everybody around you could win. Yeah. And it's so nice. And I'm not here plugging. I don't care if you buy the book. I really don't. I've given the first chapter away. It's not going to be out till February, but I watched Dan's book was all so colorful and just amazing. And I'm like, Dan, how much are these? He's like, they're like 20 bucks to print. I'm not making any money. And I'm like, well, I want to do something next level because his brand, he's breaking even on the book because he cares so much about the quality. He's not going to put out a bet. Like a book is a book is a book, but when you look at Dan's book, it's like a rainbow. <laughs> so what I learned is don't put anything out that's not quality. Right. Yep. And funny, that reminds me of someone that you had on your show, John Rulin. Giftology. Giftology, his book. Did you hear the story about what he did with the 50 copies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, read, I think I read that book. <laughs> yeah, no, he got a hotel room and then he, he bought all the shirts. And he's a good buddy of mine. Yeah. Actually, I'm part of Giftology. It's been six grand a month on relationships. Amazing. And it's important. It's it nothing. At the end of the day, I'll tell you guys, I'm just getting started. I'm in the fetal stages. You know, God might decide to bring me home early or maybe I'll live to be 200, hopefully. But 
either way, I want quality of life and I want to be able to give back. And I think that if we could do that, then we're winning. And I will say this, just this podcast alone, you're, you guys are giving back and you're, you're feeding these relationships and they matter. And you know, you're allowed to make money. The one thing that people don't understand is everything Dan's allowed to be wealthy enough to drive his dream car. I'm telling you, he loves his Corvette. It's like if there's a little smudge on it, he's cleaning it. And that's okay. It, money's not a bad thing unless you let it consume you. Well, I want to keep going. However, we are trying to keep these at 15 to 20 minutes here. I'm and, sorry. And I do want to. It's all good. It's no, all good. Dude, it's all right. good. It's been phenomenal. Um, we definitely have to have you guys back on at another time for one of our longer formats. But I also want to go see Ed Milet. Uh, yeah, go see Ed Milet. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's all good. So, but hey, we Tommy 200. So, and uh, you know your goal, 2 billion and 10. So, looking forward to seeing there you that. Go. So, thanks, uh, guys. Yeah, Appreciate no, it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate so it. Appreciate it. Yes. Or the handshake. I like that part, be able to handshake in person. So. To actually see people. Absolutely. Right? So, but until next time. Thanks, guys. Peter Patter, let's get at her. You're supposed to say cheers. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> well, that's a wrap on another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed. Before you go, two quick things. First off, join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash HVAC Revealed. The other thing, if you took one tiny bit of information out of this show, no matter how big, no matter how small, all we ask is for you to introduce this to one person in your contacts list. That's it. That's all. One person. So they too can unleash the ultimate HVAC business. Until next time. Cheers.